What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday on Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Hayden. As always, you can listen to the program on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and you can follow our social pages on uh, Twitter slash X and Facebook for the latest updates. Uh, this week, we got a couple guests uh, dropping in to talk NFL playoffs. Got Brendan Knapp, got Jacob Greenberg. Uh, guys, what's going on? How's it going? Thanks for having us on, Garrett. Excited yeah, to be absolutely. here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously uh, quite a bit to talk to. Playoffs kicking off in a couple days. Um, excited about the matchups. What about you guys? I think the script writers really did their thing with these playoffs, can't lie. There's some uh, great wild card matchups in the pipeline here. I mean, you can't draw it up any any per- more perfectly than Stafford getting back to Detroit and all that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. And I think uh, to kind of get things going, talking about some storylines, and obviously, you know, there you go. That's one of the big storylines this weekend. Stafford going back to Detroit. You know, Jared Goff going to or playing against the Rams. So it's like, okay, we see what that trade looks like. All those years later. I yeah, think- I'm excited. I'm a- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brian. No, you go ahead, Jacob. You go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, I'm excited to see how, you know, the trade plays out. It's two very different styles of teams um, after that quarterback swap. So, you know, it's like, you know, who prevails. It's going to be exciting. I think it's interesting that what I guess the trade probably went down three years ago now. Um, when I saw the trade go down, I didn't expect Goff to still be on this team and to lead the Lions to to be a three seed. And then on the flip side, you know, after it seemed like the Rams sold out to um, to win the Super Bowl a few years ago, and obviously it worked, I didn't expect them to be back in the playoffs at least for a few more years. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like it's an unlikely matchup. A lot of people are talking about how this is Stafford's return to Detroit. But this also kind of feels like a golf revenge game. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, I think everyone's thinking like Stafford back in the dome, you know, Stafford back. But, um, you know, people are forgetting that uh, McVay was, you know, probably the one who said, oh, we we can't get over the hump in the playoffs with golf as our quarterback. So for golf, it probably would be uh, nothing sweeter than proving that, you know, he he was a guy that a team could get over the hump with. And, uh, you know, obviously the Lions have had decades of playoff, you know, woes or just not even making the playoffs. So mm-hmm. um, pretty cool to see Detroit, you know, and, and Goff be, win a game. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. So I feel like at the beginning of the season, there are a couple of these teams that I didn't think that they would make the playoffs. Like, I think looking at three particular teams in the NFC, Tampa Bay, the Rams, and the Packers. I don't think I had any of those teams making the playoffs. So it's kind of interesting that, you know, the last couple of weeks of the season, you had all these teams that were jumbled up and then got some of these teams that, you know, kind of rose to the top to get into the playoffs, but really no idea what to expect with those three teams in particular. They all feel really ahead of their rebuild schedules, especially mm-hmm. the Packers. I don't think anybody expected them 
to be where they are one year removed from Rodgers. Love's been playing great. Um, see if he can continue that in the playoffs. Yeah, how wild is that? That you know, Rodgers, the Rodgers trade. It's not the Jets that are in the playoffs. It's the Packers that are in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty uh, characteristic of, you know, typical Jets seasons and typical Packers seasons. So, yeah. uh, like, we we're, were talking, like, even week 18, like, oh, you know, maybe maybe the Bears have something to prove. Maybe they can go to Lambeau. And he's like, no, of course not. The Packers are going to beat them because that's what the Packers do. Yeah. So, you know, if I'm Dallas – I don't know if the Packers are the team I want to be facing right now. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I mean, you know, we all know Dallas's track record in the playoffs. It's not great. You know, they're a good – they've been a good home team this year, but it's like – yeah, I, I'm not sure about that game. I feel like it's going to be closer than people think. And then another storyline to add there, I think the last time these two teams ran into each other in the playoffs was the the Des Bryant, is it a catch, is it not a catch? Wow. Probably Tony Romo's last, you know, big game of his career. Um, you know, I feel like that was a catch. That's a game that, you know, looking back at it, maybe Dallas could have made a run if, uh, if mm. they end up winning that game. I don't remember if that was wild card or maybe divisional, um, but – yeah, I mean that was that was crazy. I remember I was pulling heavy for Dallas that year, um, and that was that was just crazy to see. Mm-hmm. I, I know Jacob probably wants to expand a little bit on the Cowboys as our resident Cowboys fan. Yeah, you know, I mean it's no secret, you know, about them Cowboys. Um, really, you know, I think like if I'm Dallas, uh, it actually kind of goes back to what I, something I wanted to say about like looking at your matchups. Like, uh, like what team, um, like sees who they get in the schedule, and it was like, oh crap! Like we did not want to play these guys. We, you know, in the in the wild card, and now we have to. Um, like yeah, like Packers are frisky, and I don't think Dallas probably the Packers probably weren't Dallas's first pick. They're gonna give them a game, but that offense is entirely first and second year players for the most part. I, you know, I think Dallas might have have a little run for their money, but I think they're going to win. They're at home. You know, Gary, you said they've been one of the best home teams in the league this year. You know, after that, you know, I I could see Tampa Bay winning. I could see LA winning. That would line up Dallas with Tampa Bay. And that would line up San Francisco with a divisional Rams. Who says the Rams can't win in, you know, San Francisco against a divisional team. I think the Cowboys can beat the, uh, the Bucks, and then you know that's their road to the Super Bowl. You know that's that's the road. Every road leads back to Jerry World in these playoffs. So you know it's it's week one. It will will tell a lot about you know even up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be interesting to see how the how these games shake out because I don't. I have a feeling Dallas probably doesn't want to see. They probably don't want to see Philadelphia uh, coming coming to Dallas. Uh, yeah, in, in the divisional, yeah. I know that Phillies had their issues toward the end of the year, but uh, that's a really talented football team. And you know, if I, if I were Dallas, I would like to avoid playing that team. Yeah. So if you're Dallas, you automatically play, uh, assuming you win, 
um, you automatically play Detroit if they win. Correct. Right. So it's a what a week sixteen or seventeen rematch, um, that they just barely escaped. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's either that or it's you know one of a few different scenarios based on the Tampa Bay game. Mm -hmm. So I mean, kind of what's your if you're Dallas, do you want to see Detroit again? Or are you, you know, hoping that, uh, you know, you're hoping you get Tampa Bay or Philly? Mm-hmm. You know, you probably hope you play Tampa, but, you know, I think, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, you know, AFC teams, you know, I think Cleveland and Houston, it kind of seems like they're ahead of schedule, um, you know. I think that's going to be a really interesting game. And that's another storyline, the Deshaun Watson trade, you know, and obviously mm-hmm. Watson is saying it's interesting to me. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of hitching my way to Cleveland. Um, I I like to see – I'm liking G- Joe Flacco's um, kind of career renaissance here. And, you know, mm-hmm. he always gave the Patriots trouble in the playoffs. Um, you know, every year, you know, the Ravens were not a team I wanted to see in the divisional – um or even the AFC championship game because Joe Flacco seems to always make these big throws in clutch time and the fact that he seems to be carrying this team for further than uh, you can't say further but their offense just seems to be clicking under Joe Flacco a way that it wasn't with Watson um it's just fascinating to see and then Houston what looked like you know Watson saying not saying but implying this isn't a team that I can win on you know back in the playoffs with C.J. Stroud, who looks, you know, electric. He looks like he's next up. Yeah, that's quite the uh, quite the quarterback matchup, I think, in that game. Um, because Flacco, I think, has been really good. Um, that Cleveland team, it's just like they are, like, quietly a really, really talented team. Um, and then, you know, you got Houston, which I think comes into this game with you know, I, I think a, like a lot to prove, but maybe not in like a negative way. But I think like they're a team that almost is so ahead of schedule that they almost have nothing to lose in this game. And I feel like that's that can be dangerous. Playing with house money. Yeah, I feel like that's always yeah. dangerous. They're frisky. Yeah, I think it's going to be important. I think it's going to be important in that game, uh, ironically, because there's other games with bad weather. Um but in this game, I actually think it's going to be really important who's going to be able to run the ball. Um, because uh, if, you know, if, if Houston can't run the ball against uh, Cleveland's front four, you know, I'm not sure how Stroud's going to hold up against that pass rush. Stroud's been very good this year, but he's a rookie and he's, you know, in his first playoff game. Cleveland's been playing great ball against all odds pretty much all season. So, you know, I think that's what Houston has to be able to do is run the ball on Cleveland. Otherwise it could get ugly like it did last time, but that, you know, so I don't know what you guys think. Like, do you think that Houston has a real shot to win this game now that they're playing with Stroud instead of, um, you know, with Davis Mills this time? Uh, they probably have a better chance with, with Stroud, but you know, I totally agree with what you said about the Browns because I think out of most teams, in the playoffs. I think they're really good in the trenches. They were really good offensive line, really good defensive line. Um, and, you know, sometimes that can be problematic for a young quarterback. 
playing against the defensive line, but you know, who knows? I think it'll be interesting to see how Houston's line holds up. I feel like I, Jim Schwartz deserves a huge shout out. I feel like, you know, everybody at the beginning of the season was talking about how perfect of a fit he was as the defensive coordinator for the Browns. Cause I mean, his whole thing is being able to bring pressure rushing four, you know, all the time. And with that nasty front four, I've been thinking about this game and, you know, Stroud can make magic happen, but this, this Cleveland defense and especially this front four and the way that they've been able to pressure quarterbacks has been the one consistent point of the point of this team this whole season, despite the quarterback changes and the offense struggling at times, Nick Chubb's injury, like, I don't know. I think that's going to be the deciding factor in this game. And that's why I, 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 I've got the Browns. I, I think the Browns win it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have we seen CJ Stroud face immense pressure in the pocket? I don't know. I, I don't think I've watched enough Stroud tape to really see um, how exactly he does, you know, when he's faced with constant pressure and, you know, faced with these top of the line athletes like Miles Garrett. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not this. It's not to say that Stroud hasn't played in a big game in his career. You know, at Ohio State, he played in plenty of them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a little different in the NFL. So mm-hmm. it's a, it might take him a couple of years or, you know, even one year, two years just to, you know, figure out what it takes to, you know, Mahomes. Mahomes, it took him a couple of years to get over the hump. Mm-hmm. Not saying Stroud's Mahomes, but, you know, most most guys don't win a ring, you know, right away as quarterback. Um, I think just looking at the other um, AFC game on Saturday, Miami and Kansas City, you know, I think the talent level between the two teams, I think, should be a good game. But I'm just me personally a little concerned about how uh, the Dolphins seem to be like dropping like flies. Number of guys, you know, out for the season now and, you know, still some talent, but seems like they're really like limping into the playoffs. Tyreek looks banged up, uh, you know, against the Bills. Um, I think the big, I think the big thing with this game is the fact that it's going to be like zero degrees. I feel like every post I see on Instagram and Twitter is it just keeps getting colder over there at Arrowhead. Tyreek's return to Arrowhead and everything too. Um, I mean, this one, I think this is a blowout of the of the weekend. I. I don't I don't think this game is close. I think it's Chiefs all the way. Might be the Chiefs right game. Yeah. I'm not even big on the Chiefs, but did you see um Tyreek Hill's house on fire? Did you see that? Yeah, I may have caught that news story. So yeah. in, in that in that story, there's there's like uh like aerial shots of him like out in his driveway in a boot. I mean this I mean he's since he went out, I forget which week it was, and then like missed the following week. Right. He has not been the same player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's, you know, he's toughing it out as much as he can, but, you know, he's tweaking it in practice half the time mm-hmm. when he is practicing. He's wearing a boot, you know, to protect himself outside of the facility, outside mm-hmm. of games and workouts and such. Like, you know, Waddle's banged up, Mostert's banged up. I'm, I'm, I think the only thing that's going to be able to keep it close is just because the Chiefs have not looked very good um, and haven't looked in sync. And it, the only thing that I think couldn't stop the Chiefs this weekend is the Chiefs. Yeah, I definitely agree. 
It's good journalism, Jacob. Spotting the boot on Tyreek Hill. That's capital J journalism. <laughs> well, you know, it's you know, it's capital B betting line. So, you know, you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, you know, Kansas City's defense is gonna be up to the task. And, you know, obviously it helps that a couple of Miami a couple of Miami key guys on, on offense are banged up, but I just Going on the road in that environment, I think with that particular team, Miami kind of been shaky against teams with with winning records this year. So mm. kind of don't see them winning this game in, in any fashion. Yeah, I agree with you completely. I think, I think all the Chiefs need to do is, you know, lean on Pacheco, get mm. out to an early lead, you know, be the first ones on the board. You don't want to you don't want to fall behind to Miami. Um, and rely on that defense, you know, the cold weather to, you know, prevent Miami from having, because that's the whole thing with Miami, you know, like it's the big plays. It's the, you know, they could put up three touchdowns in a quarter. Can you do that in zero degree weather? Can you do that? You mm -hmm. know, Hill's not 100%. Waddle's not 100%. You know, on the defensive side of the ball, you've got no more Bradley Chubb. Xavier Howard, he might be out. He's got those knees. Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, here's a question: If you're, if you're like a lot of coaches like to defer, uh, if they win the toss in the first half and you know try to go double possession, um, if in a weather game like this, uh, where like Renny, you're saying like you know it's pretty good to score first here and control the tempo, like if you're the Chiefs, uh, you know, and you're assuming Andy Reid likes to defer, would if you're Andy Reid, would you consider you know, taking the ball here to start the game, you know, trying to ground, you know, grind out a possession with Pacheco that score and then just play your game from there. Honestly, I think with this, with this, with how good this Chiefs defense has been this year, mm -hmm. I, I would say, I would say defer, you know, set the tone on defense, um, you know, like this is the Dolphins are going from Miami where it's probably a nice 70, 80 degrees up to Arrowhead there. I, you know, like, I think just like the human factor of it, like, are they going to be ready on that first drive to like really do anything? They're probably going to be just, you know, getting conditioned. If I'm Andy Reed, my coaching this week, they're playing outside all week, you know, they're getting used to that cold weather. Um, you know, I, I want my team to be ready to go. Um, and I would still defer, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. I think, like you said, setting the tone defensively, I think is really important uh, for for this particular Kansas City team that, you know, has had its issues offensively, that it's like, okay, we're going to set the tone that our defense is going to be, you know, what helps us win today. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see if that is a decision that Andy Reid, you know, has to make at the beginning of the game. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, I'm kind of, thinking that Buffalo should win this game by a lot, but I also feel like Buffalo, like Kansas City, has kind of looked kind of weird at times this year, but I think they're playing really good football going into the playoffs. Josh Allen, it's it's just the, the, the Buffalo Bills are just the Josh Allen experience, and you even see it in the in that last week against the Dolphins. It's that first half, what, three turnovers – um maybe it was two maybe maybe the fumble came in the third quarter but two pretty bad interceptions um mm -hmm. 
like, you know, the offense couldn't get it going. And then second half, it seems that they woke up. Josh Allen played a great half of football. Um, I think it, like the Chiefs, you know, like you said, they're looking weird this year. Um, their own worst enemy is them, is themselves, just like the Chiefs. And, it's, you know, the Bills could go the Bills could go to the Super Bowl if Josh Allen is playing his best football. But when you get to the playoffs and, you know, maybe you scrape by Pittsburgh playing a bad half of football. But if you turn the ball over as a quarterback three times in a playoff game, um, you're not winning, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just how that's just how the NFL works. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think I think Buffalo should win this game by a lot, which is why it makes me think that they won't win this game by a lot. Like Buffalo has all, all the talent in there. They have, you know, the the um the advantage over Pittsburgh and pretty much everything, especially with Watt out, except for coaching. Like Mike Tomlin somehow keeps getting this team to a winning record every single season. Are they going to win this game? Probably not, but can Mike Tomlin keep this game close? This game's also going to be extremely windy and cold and snowy. Apparently they might move it to Cleveland. I saw. Um, Oh, wow. Because it's going to be so windy in Buffalo, which I think actually plays in Pittsburgh's favor because they play in Cleveland every year. So um, the spread's 10, like, I, I think that's way too high. I think P- Pittsburgh is going to keep this game close just because Buffalo is going to let keep them in, like let them get back in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan, you put it perfectly. Like it, it's the Josh Allen experience. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Um, looking at, looking at all these games, do we want to go through and uh, just pick who we think is going to win? I like it. I'm gonna write this down too, so that I, uh, um, so I remember on Monday. See how many I got right. I gotta tell you right now, Garrett and Jacob knows this. I have been extremely cold with all of my sports takes. Got decimated in sports trivia last night. Um, things aren't looking bright for me, so this could be my turnaround. Okay, all right. Where are we starting? Okay, well let's. Uh... Let's start uh, Houston and Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Cleveland as well. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Cleveland. Okay. Uh, Miami, Kansas City. I think I'll take Kansas City. Yeah, me too. Ditto. Okay. Buffalo, Pittsburgh. I think I'm taking Buffalo. Yeah, I'll take Buff. I think I'm taking Buffalo. Okay, Green Bay, Dallas. I think I'm taking Dallas here. I got to go with the Cowboys here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Rams. Rams against the Lions. I'm going Rams. I keep wanting to say Rams. Like, there's, I really want to say Rams, but I don't think I can – not say Lions. Like, I, I think I have to pull for the Lions here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this game. I keep flip-flopping. The Rams, that offense looks like it's back to their, you know, that peak McVay form. I think the defense is probably a question mark. Kyron Williams looks like one of the best backs in the league. Does. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, it, it's it comes down to, you know, it's, it's probably going to be a close game. 
Dan Campbell is a risk taker, you know, it's gotten them this far. It's, it's, it's given them, you know, it's put them where they are. It's, you know, it's a team identity. Um, but, you know, when is that going to come back and, you know, spite them? Like, is this going to turn into a coaching battle? Mm. I think I'm taking the Rams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't be put on the record there. I don't know, Garrett, could you bleep me out for uh, for that one? Yeah, I got you. I can edit you out. So you, you guys, you guys are for the Rams, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Lions. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, Eagles and Bucks. I'm gonna go Eagles. Um, similar to like what I was saying about the Bills, where everything points to why the Bills should kill Pittsburgh, and why I think that because of that they won't. The Eagles are just playing bad football. I think they're one in five. Um, in the last six weeks, like Tampa, Tampa Bay is not perfect, but you know, Baker, I think these guys want to play around Baker. Something makes me think that, you know, this is the Bucks game. You know, uh, fun fact leading up to this game. Um, I don't think Jalen, Jalen Hurst has been able to throw the ball at all this week. His finger is, I think worse than people imagine. I mean, you see the picture on Twitter, you know, and it, it was pretty bad to begin with. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I keep thinking the Eagles are going to turn it around. I keep thinking they're going to get right. They, it just, the team looks bad. They can't tackle. They, you know, the, the, the defense doesn't look good. Patricia is a defensive play caller. It doesn't, it, it hasn't turned around yet. Jalen Hurst can't throw the ball. Um, Mm-hmm. Baker's want to know in wild card playoff games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know this does prove that this Matt Patricia does prove that not even a rocket scientist can fix the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, all right, so we went through all the games uh, in AFC and NFC. Uh, just quickly, who are your dark horse teams? I have mine. I was going to say Rams in the NFC, Browns in the AFC. I think that they could, uh, I think the Browns could make a sneaky trip to the uh, AFC championship. Yeah, it's funny you say that, Garrett. Mine are the exact same. And I think story, even storylines looking ahead. So I, I've also kind of been thinking the same thing, like, one of my, uh, you know, I was thinking about my hot takes for the playoffs. I think it's, I think the Browns with that, with that defensive front, Joe Flacco, maybe he's going to make some big plays like he usually does. Um, you know, like I, I think that they could, you know, end up in the AFC championship game um, and make it a game for whoever's, whoever they're playing. I feel like the AFC is wide open, but in order to get there, they're going to have to go into Baltimore so Joe Flacco returning to Baltimore, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Ravens do look like a wagon, though. I mean, they they should be the favorites in the AFC. They've looked great all year, and that defense is insane. But, you know, maybe I'm getting too far ahead of myself. But, yeah, I like the Browns in the AFC. NFC, I like the Rams. They I feel like midway through the season, they really turned it around. I think they had a couple of cupcake games, um, and maybe some of those they should have won by more. But – the offense looks great. 
and you know they've got the pedigree they've been there before mm-hmm. still got Aaron Donald on that defense okay yeah I mean I think that like I mean this probably sounds a little bit like a casual take but I think that one of the one seeds is going to make the Super Bowl and one of the one seeds isn't so I think like very clearly the two one seeds are the best teams in their conference and that's why they had the one seeds locked up before the last week um but like if you're if you're uh the Ravens you don't want to you know play the Browns and if you're the Fortnite you don't want to play the the um the Rams you don't want to play a divisional team uh-huh. so you know I think you know almost you, you like they're not looking to play down to their opponents I would rather see these teams if I'm a fan of these teams I'd rather see them be faced with like the best possible opponent and I don't think that's going to happen um so I think I think that's I think that for both those teams you know that's their kryptonite is just playing down to what they're capable of doing interesting um, so I think we're uh we're kind of, we're a little bit up against it here at the end but uh just quickly Super Bowl matchup what do you, what do you guys have I can I can go ahead and give mine I guess um I think I think uh, 49ers out of the NFC and then uh, this might be kind of a crazy choice but uh, I'm picking Kansas City out of the AFC I think uh that defense does enough to carry them and I think that their offense figures it out just enough uh, to be able to get through the the AFC. And I also think that Cleveland's beating Baltimore. So I think that they may get some help there that they don't need to travel to Baltimore, play the Ravens. So Chiefs and Niners, I know maybe that's maybe a rematch from a couple of years ago, uh, but I think the Niners get that. Jacob. Nice. Um, you know, I would love to say that the Bills are going to make it, but I don't think Josh Allen can can win that many playoff games in a row. Um, I think the Ravens have been really, really good against their uh, against top opponents. Um, so I think they're going to come out of the AFC. And uh, you know, I'd be I'd be a fraud if I didn't say, you know, I think the Cowboys are going to come out of the NFC. Um, and uh, out of that, uh, you know, who's to say they can't win the Super Bowl? Cowboys over Ravens. Give it to me. All right. Brendan, we got less than a minute, so just uh, make it quick. Yeah. I mean, the casual take, I think the most likely is 49ers Ravens. Um, okay. I I do think, you know, I think, like, let's go with the hot take here to end it off. Um, I, you know, this Bills team does, you know, maybe they do pull it together. Maybe this is it, you know, and maybe Josh Allen's going to figure it out. Um, I think one of these years they have to pop. So give me 49ers over Bills in the play in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Well, guys, thanks for uh, joining me this week, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you folks soon. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. Thanks.